Tati, God Almighty. This is the Sweat Equity Podcast. We're doing a little Mevo Live with my friends around the way. Uh, we'll bring them in so you can hear the voice. You bring you bring your guests in so the audio listeners can hear who, who who's who. You That's delegate who's who. So sitting to my right is uh, Digital Caviar's Michael Brown. What's going on, everybody? Let's bring you close. Let's get your soup cooler a little bit closer to that mic. You got to get right in that uh, robot you dick. Get right, you got to get it right into it. Right yeah, into it. yeah. Right. You can hear yourself. And then uh, Damien uh, Al Alpazar. Alpazar. Al Alpazar. It's like Alpazar. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Alpazar. Alpazar. Did you love that song in the '90s? I did, and then you know it caught on. The people started figuring out that it rhymed with my last name, and I was like. <laughs> Well, that, that ruined that. That that ruin a, a lot of puss. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <laughs> so from 208 Monkeys to it makes 208208monkeys.com, let's get creative. See? See how I did yeah, the I I slid in y'all's slogan? I forgot mm -hmm. digital caviars. Um, we're doing this. How are we looking over there on the Mevo? Looking good. Looking good. All right, so we're on we're on the Toco Works Facebook page, so this should be interesting. Um you can see my pasty white face. Uh, I'm going to refresh it. So those that are interested, we've been trying to test out this Mevo camera. What the deal is, is I heard this camera from Robert Kelly, a comedian, uh, really funny dude. And he was like, yeah, bro, I got this uh, camera in my pocket and it can kind of, he can do his podcast from anywhere on the road. And it, it basically is like having a producer on hand that can switch faces for it. For you video production guys, this could be a very uh, advantageous kind of tool for y'all, right? As soon as we okay. figure out how to connect it, <laughs> yes, and put it on the right cast, <laughs> it'll be very advantageous. But it, it's really cool because it's like, it. What, yeah, once we figure it out, it's like the first time you got the iPhone, you're like, uh, yeah. I feel like my dad with the yeah, phone. Totally. But, Definitely a learning curve. But after that, I feel like it's all Bluetooth, so like it's wireless, uh, it comes in... It, did you say it can come in 4K or no? Yeah? It can do 4K, even though you can't really do much with 4K because most people don't have 4K TVs. But we'll get there, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. the you know, 4K is relative. It is a compressed 4K, but it does, you know, it uses that wider frame so it can punch in on the different things. Um, but, you know, from a from a technology standpoint, it's actually, you know, a very, very cool concept, and we're still working with it and we're trying to figure out how to use it. But it is uh, – Cool concept all around. Is it going live? Maybe it went on my personal. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm looking right now. Mevo is not paying us I've for this. I've got it on AirPlay. <laughs> <laughs> well, We're totally we open to sponsorships. To go. <laughs> all right. Well, before we get to all that, uh, I don't have it on my page, so it might be on my personal. I'll look at that while I do a little bit of plugs. Hey, if you're listening to this, you're probably listening on Laughable, the Laughable app. That's a comedian's uh, I, like podcast app. So if you like any comedians, who's your favorite comic? Living. Living comic. Um, go to is uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. All Kevin right. Hart. So if Kevin, you can tag Kevin Hart, and you can find out when he, he shows up on anybody's podcast. So he goes on Marin. He goes on NPR. He goes on anything. He shows up. It'll go. You want to listen to uh, Kevin Hart on this podcast? He's over here. So it's I kind of cool. That's the yeah. hard thing about podcasts is like you want to follow people sometimes and not the actual podcast. So. It's called Laughable. It's on Android and iTunes, and uh, they're kind of an in, they're they're kind of an in kind sponsor. So we're not doing this for any money. I just like the guys that are doing it. It's a bunch of comedians that started it. Um, and then if you're old school and you want to do iTunes, that's fine too. That that works as well. 
Give us five star. Give a little review. Subscribe. That's the cheat code. That's the cheat code that moves us up. Look, this is a podcast about pragmatic business advice. Get you fired up. Get you motivated. I don't like Tim Ferriss shit. I don't like this shit where it's like, get your billion dollar friends and let's go make the next Uber. That's not practical. I think <laughs> I want I want real practical advice. Like if you want to shoot video, the Mevo camera is what six hundred bucks, four hundred bucks, something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's not. It's you know six hundred. I think it's cheaper than that. I think it's six hundred with the little booster thing. But I, I haven't found anybody who said use it should use it without the booster. So so far, I, I'm like, if you're gonna go, go all in, right? Six hundred bucks yeah. is cheap. I mean, for video equipment, are you kidding me? I know, sure. I know, I know lenses that don't even start at that price. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it, it's all about knowing what you're going to use it for. You know what right, I mean? Right. Of course. Uh, you know, in the uh, podcast world, um, you know, where you got a self-produced camera back there who could technically plug it in, and you've got a follows three people. You can't beat that. You know what I mean? Right. And then, you know, most, and if, you know, a lot of people in general. I mean, even business owners. Um, they want to create content for their websites. They want to create content for their users. They want to create things, and you know, they they don't they can't pull like four employees and be like, all right, you on camera, you on switcher, you on lighting. You know, you kind of have to almost run and gun it a little bit. <laughs> Can you imagine that? I know, I know what you're thinking. You think about that one video. <laughs> so Hector, who I didn't bring Inside. in, I'm not seeing anything on live or are we recording on on the camera that we're talking I about? Well, you said you were going to tell him when to go live. I don't think. You oh. You did, haven't gone? No, I went live. Oh. And I'll tell you right now. Going like this. Hold on, people. We got technical difficulties here. It says slide to stop. Okay. So we're, so we're, we're live somewhere. Somewhere out in the <laughs> ether. <laughs> scary. All right. I just, I just don't want it to be on, like, one of my clients' Facebook pages on accident or something. We're, we're probably still on our, on our Facebook somewhere. I'll have to be like, sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, uh-huh. I could stop it and then. Uh, f- uh, keep it. You might as well. Well, I don't know. I gotta find it. It yeah. depends on where it is. This well, is I I just get nervous when you mix he stopped, he stopped when you mix personal and you mix uh, business. Facebook when you're when you're uh, doing a lot of Facebook management stuff, you want to make sure to separate those two as much as possible. And sometimes I've never had it happen, but I've seen other stuff happen. Keep it. Yeah, keep it. Yeah, keep it. We'll find it. Because I, I don't think I said anything terrible yet. Yet. Right. No. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> the podcast right. is early. All right. So, yeah, do it from just do it from my personal. The one that has me in a bow tie looking real hot. Looking real girthy. That's the top one? Yep. All right. So. Hector is the other, uh, the other brain behind 208 Monkeys. 208 Monkeys. I call it 208 because. Most people call it 208. Do it's they? Okay, yeah. 208, yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's got, hard. It's got a better ring to it. Look, yeah. it's hard coming up with names. I've uh, people are calling us Taco Works, and I'm like, all right, well, that's my bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, that, but to me, that's like uh, we need to get so much better that that'll never be an error unless right. it's someone that just completely doesn't know us. And I don't think you're ever gonna get away from that. You got to get right in this di- this ro- robot get, penis. Get, get intimate with it, man. Right. Right. Get, right, get right there. Get creative yeah. with yeah. it. Mm. I think I should probably bring it up though, so that I don't feel like I'm uh, yeah, you crossed can do that. over. Yeah. So meanwhile, while they figure out the, the robo, the uh, what what uh, robot dick. called robot dick. I'll, yeah, I'll check mine. So in the meanwhile, um, nothing streaming on mine <coughs> so far, but that doesn't mean anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where where is it Look, going? I'll, I can show you. Where is it going? There's oh, no, it's my Zelda post from earlier. That's it. 
Which, by the way, cool post. Thanks, man. I'm but a yeah, Zelda guy. We're talking about you know. Mike didn't like it so much. I just I just engaged because because uh, because <laughs> I thought it'd make for a more interesting conversation. Yeah, if somebody did for sure. But I totally get the Zelda reference because I would totally watch a Zelda TV show. Yeah, the Zelda series. If you made them a little bit older, uh, don't make them. Don't do what Nintendo did. What. 15 years ago, Mario? 10 years ago. Yeah, they tried to make him Mario. No, no, yeah, no, no, no. He's kind of like... Uh, <laughs> we don't talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> I like him as like more of a... like uh, 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 The Warriors style. Like real grimy. Um, you remember the movie The Warriors? Yeah, 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 yeah. totally, yeah. I, I feel like he's like a street urchin kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's a whimsicalness to, you know, the Zelda world that I'd still like to maintain. For um, sure. You know. It's uh, you can make it older, and uh, the thing is that here's the thing: a lot of people tend to when they want to recreate a property, they always want to go dark, and sometimes that's cool, but you know, it, it lived and for and all the fans loved it, you know, when it had its like innocence and a little bit of brightness. So you mm-hmm. know, some of that you might want to mm-hmm. keep, um, except for the dark world, except for the dark world, you know, that which is half of Zelda. Yeah, well, it's th- in that case, then go dark there, and you know, and, and <laughs> go dark in the dark <laughs> yeah. world. Yeah, leave the light world alone. Yeah, leave leave <laughs> leave the whimsical <laughs> stuff alone, and then just go really dark on the dark side, and you know, and, and you and you've got like it. Like Ganon be Ganon. Whoever is out there, you know, producing this Zelda property, call us. We <laughs> have <laughs> our we have suggestions. Yes. <laughs> and since we're a full production company with visual effects, we can help. Yes. I or mean, cost. <laughs> I, I always find it interesting what what games really struck with a lot of people because I feel like Zelda. If you really think about it, I watched like a string of uh, video game documentaries, mm-hmm. and it was really interesting because I never really thought about it from the game designer's perspective, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, not only are you creating like a movie, kind of more what y'all are doing, right? You're right. creating a world, but then you have to create this mathematical kind of proposition where it's like. Okay, if this then that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. where you're you're basically like, you you're you're doing game theory over and over. Sure. So you you're creating multiple. It's like choose your own adventure story, yeah. but four forty different permutations that you can do, and you have to teach the player. This is the interesting thing. You have to teach the the player how to use the person, like how to like gain skills over right. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I used to say that the mo- like making movies was like this synergy of all the different art forms coming together. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, it was it, and, and it was for a while it was it was that perfect balance. But then there's that one next step, and that's what games do. Is games take that same thing: music, art, art design. You know what I mean? Character building, the whole shebang, and then they put in the factor of probability. Yeah. If I'm gonna do this, then this is going to happen. Which now, I mean, it's it's mind blowing some of the stuff that they're doing out there. You know, in the history of gaming, it didn't start off that way. It was more like a you know pong and all that stuff. You know, you just had an objective, and it was a very 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 simple storyline just to give you a cover art. But as games evolved, obviously, you know, storyline became more involved, characters Absolutely. became more involved, and it became a medium of its own. People didn't really take gaming very seriously, and movies was always and, and mo- movies is still what you call that golden ticket. But gaming and, and the game directors, you know, ga- uh, directing the, the, cinema, the cinematics of games, the, like you said, the art directors and so on and so forth. Some of them even stepped into the movie world. Look at Deadpool, for example. That uh, yeah. was, yeah. you know, a lot of games that have been translated over. Deadpool's director from the first Deadpool came from the gaming world. So um, those skills apply. And more so now, it's a blurred line. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to I had to go over and check yeah. out. We were holding where, it down. Where we were live streaming from? Um, Did we figure it out? Nope. 
Nope. <laughs> well, look. We it, don't know where this it is looks going. For like those of you out there watching this, whoever we, you are. We might not be live streaming. <laughs> it might just be capturing it, and then we have to post it later. That's what I'm thinking right now. I would love to see. I would love to see little blue thumbs up. So. No, I'm I'm as slutty as it goes with all the Facebook stuff for me personally. So I don't think I I the only ooh maybe I do have the no oh uh is it, nope this is from earlier no I do have the filter on like what people can post on my wall personally, but I don't really I allow most of it. I just have a lot of people writing bad jokes on there, and I oh. that offends me more than anything <laughs> more non-funniness of like bad jokes or no go you guys i don't know if this is the same in y'all's world for video but like or just creative in general but there's like a lot of hacks like comedy has so many hack open micers that mm-hmm. you don't want to be a dick to but you you kind of wish you were old school mm-hmm. and kind of were a dick to them so like they wouldn't hassle you as much but like i get a lot of like weird shit on Twitter and, and Instagram and Facebook that after a while just start hiding what like they're posting. Like suggestions for you? Yeah, like, like, hey, trying Law, to tag, this one. <laughs> like trying to tag up your post. So like when you do a joke, you write a joke, you'll have you'll have a setup and then you'll have a punchline and then you'll try to do a tag, you know, and it's like I like to do it like a machine gun style. Like I'm going to talk about this. There's probably not going to be a laugh for about 40 seconds. Then I'm going to hit you with like – Here's here's the punchline, and then I'm just gonna keep tagging like a machine gun. It's kind of Ron White style. If you mm-hmm. want, really want to break down stand up, uh, Bill Burr will do it that way, mm-hmm. right? He'll give an opinion that's almost anti to whatever the status quo is, mm. even though I don't even think he believes most of the shit he's saying. But he's giving that opinion because comedy's about contrast. We talked mm-hmm. about that, um, and then he's gonna hit you with a punchline. And then it's going to be with tags online. It fucking sucks because it's just like a bunch. Of, you can't monitor that stuff all the time. You want people to engage like the Zelda comment. However, when people are just like this guy you met at fucking uh, Groucho's in Cocoa Beach or something that is an 86 year old open micer and he's trying to tag up stuff. It's just like, <laughs> I don't know if that happens in y'all's world as much. Like I feel I'm like I think of how that, how that parallels in our world. I guess that would be like if all of a sudden you're like, "Hey, you know, I wrote this. You know, we're working on a script or something like that." And someone's like, "Hey, I got a script too," and they hand you this, you know, Absolutely. you know, maybe this like garbage thing that they. I mean, not, not garbage, I, but it is. I so shot something I mean, on my it's, phone. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, you it know, it's, it's, it's like it's, someone wrote yeah. something like they took maybe five seconds to write. They didn't really try to put any thought into it and yeah. plot and holes. And, and that's the belief. thing. I mean, we're, it's all relevant, right? We're all on our own level, you know. I think as, as you kind of as you kind of break into whatever you're going for, right. but at least put some thought and effort behind it. You know what I mean? If you're gonna if you're gonna participate in a craft and then try to actually get seek approval or put your stuff out there, at least spend a little time knowing. Right, learning what you're talking well, yeah, about. What, you know, like, don't just be like, oh, all of a sudden, like, oh yeah, I, I got a friend that does this, so by proxy, I know how to do it. You know, well, I it's just, like, well, the thing about what y'all do versus comedy is like everybody thinks they have a good sense of humor, which is insane, and then so like everybody thinks they can write a joke. You suck. Right, you suck. they're terrible. <laughs> so like, but it's like if someone came up to y'all, like airplane food is like the the go-to for like what's a hack topic almost because it was fucked out in the 90s now it's probably funny now again but uh for y'all it'd be like if i came up to y'all with a um like a america's honey funniest home video like 
dad gets hit in the nuts. Actually, that's kind of funny. Hold on. Let me think of something <laughs> terrible. It's not like a music video style that's already been copied a billion times over, you know, mm-hmm. uh, something like that where you're just like, hey, check out how good this is. And you're like, no, this is not. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not good. It's I mean, derivative. You almost, you, you, you know, you almost want to like encourage the newbie to be like, yeah, hey, you know what? You got some skills. Keep at it. You know, this, that and the third. Sure. But you want to discourage the. Especially the guy who's going to turn around and, and say, well, you know, I suck, you suck. You know, <laughs> one yeah. of those things. And, and the, w- <laughs> the worst thing is is enabling, though, enabling people who yeah. are bad. Yes. By saying, like, oh, like, yeah, no, that's awesome. Like, you know what I mean? Like, listen, if you're a professional, first off, you should, you know, you should be open to feedback. Yeah. Right. And like, so don't take it personal. But you but know, they're not professional. That's the thing. They're, well, they're so that's lies, what I'm saying. Like, it's you guys are doing it. Uh, this will dovetail nicely. You guys are doing a user submitted video contest with The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. and uh, Beamer, Beamer, uh, Beamer, Beamer Con, the BMW uh, car dealership of Sarasota. They're doing a, a contest to win. So you'll this will post audio wise. This will post on Thursday morning, which means you'd still have. Tw- at least 24 hours, right? Yeah, which mm-hmm. there's plenty of 24-hour film festivals. Thursday. So, y- and you all just did Thursday a video on how to do yeah. fake blood and all that. Mm-hmm. So, wha- mm-hmm. so this is a bunch of user-submitted content. You're literally going to look through what we were kind of just talking about, kind of not prepared at all to talk about any of this. But, like, you guys are going to look through a bunch of hack shit, right? Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, and that's and that's a good thing from a, from a fan standpoint. See, it's different. When you're looking at it and you're reaching out and you're saying, hey, fans – do your best. You kind of put a filter on, you know, and you uh-huh. look at it and like exactly. And you say, "All right, cool. Let me see what they can do with what they got." You know, but don't be surprised. I mean, uh, we we know that there're going to be some people out there that are going to actually, you know, that do these 24-hour film challenges and they'll get yep. they'll get a crew together and and they'll do some stuff. And to level the playing field, we're really looking at the concept. So I guess you could kind of say, "Hey, listen, you're maybe like saying, "Hey, you know what? You're joke delivery maybe your timing was a little off but yeah. your concept was there like you you were all, you were there like i chuckled sure. yeah yeah i, yeah, and yeah, I do yeah. that and if it comes from like an authentic spot if you feel like someone's extrapolating from themselves yeah like i like to extrapolate yeah, well <laughs> you do that on your own time this is a family <laughs> podcast uh <laughs> yeah robo dick and all yeah <laughs> get right up in that robo dick uh but i'm saying like it's hard to <laughs> you want to encourage the parts that are good, like any coach, basically. Yeah. Uh, any t-ball coach, and then you and then I always get like low self-esteem and go, well, who the fuck am I to like be like, hey, you're fucking terrible, right? Because right. I was terrible when I started. Right. And I and I you catch me on any given night doing stand-up, and I'm still not happy. Or sometimes with clients here uh, for business, sometimes I'm like, God damn it, that was not the best outing, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, on my accord sometimes yeah. you can't handle it yeah well i mean all all professionals fail so and and, and all professionals fail most times to become professionals so i mean they, like there's there's got to be that for sure that whole like tripping over yourself and figuring out some mistakes and doing things like that so we expect that regardless so what you're saying is when you get your dick knocked in the dirt yeah mm-hmm. pick it out exactly. and get up and go yeah those were my words <laughs> Exactly. See, this is why um, it's I, have a family my law, show. I have my law translator there. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know, you kind of worried me just a little bit there because now here I am. Sometimes, you know, I say something kind of funny and we all kind of chuckle. And law is basically saying that he's just placating the whole time. And he's just like, no, you're not funny. dude. No, no, no. I laugh because I'm your neighbor and <laughs> I'm stuck cute. next no, to you. I'm a snob. <laughs> I like my but <laughs> joke, though. I'm, like a, I'm a snob, but 
No, that's improv. We're picking it up. You <laughs> go extrapolate. I go, hey, let's do this. I throw it down. You pick it up. That's this is what, works, right? Well, radio improv. It's all about yes and. I don't want to negate. Uh, if you say no, but it's but. So <laughs> no, but uh, no, no. I want to have a good time. I know y'all. It's. I always compare it to the guy that you don't know at a cocktail party that wants to talk about getting pussy like way too quick, you know, like really uncomfortable. So when people find out you do comedy or you do video or something, they want to talk about it, but they way overdo it. Yeah. So it's like, hey, a lot of pussy in this fucking place, right? And you're like, oh god, that's Ooh, my mom. Like I just turned into a feminist, <laughs> like, like a hardcore feminist, real quick. My wiener went inside myself. When that guy talks to me, uh, so it's I, that's how that's all I'm saying is like, how do you get jabronis filtered out um, in y'all's industry? How do you and are you in that area where you're like, we don't feel that great. To, we feel professional. You guys have been doing it all over a decade, uh, but like each, but the part where you're like, hey, you're not ready yet to tell some young in. How do you deal with that? Or do you? I don't know if y'all have know, to we deal tell, with we this. Tell, no, we, we tell youngins yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we I mean, we Mike. I know for a fact, Digital Caviar has interns and stuff like that out of colleges, and w- you know we get interns and stuff out of colleges. So we're actually constantly telling youngins, <laughs> 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 "Yo, that's that's not right." Um, especially since you know you what you do is if you put it in from the position of, all right, cool. So this is was good, this was good enough for you in school, and now you're in the professional world, and you're not going to get paid because that's not good enough to be paid on for sure. um that really puts a big divide and i think that's a big divide amongst uh any craft like with comedy there's a hey okay cool that's a joke your uncle told you versus mm-hmm. did you take time to actually like craft that joke you right can, you Street can't joke. take that yeah you can't take that bubblegum rapper joke in front of a stage because everyone else is going to know that joke yeah it's bazooka sure. joke man yeah, yeah. i yeah. got it with baseball cards yeah it, the uh i would say how about this i have a good question for this with y'all working with youngins and i'll I'll give you an example in my field with the business consulting, so it gives you time to answer. That's what we do in the pro game. Gotcha. Uh, I'm learning, man. I'm uh, learning. So I'll I'll say this: like, what's the difference when you have the kids that come to work for you? What should they be taught uh, in school that they're not? And I'll tell you what: for us, uh, I get a lot of small business owners. Uh, want to be entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs. I don't like that term, but I'll use it anyway. Um, that never get taught anything about uh, like actual business law. Like, mm-hmm. here's what you should do: get an LLC. You should get operating agreements. You need an NDA if you're doing anything that has some kind of secretive, intangible kind of project that you can't. You you need coverage. Here's how you work contracts out. You work on. Uh, price, quality, and schedule always. Uh, contracts break down that way all the time. That's how you do proposals too. Yeah. This is never taught. And I feel like it's such a missing link when I'm talking to business owners that get that are successful. They get it. They get that part. They don't have to be a lawyer. They know enough to talk to their lawyer or understand what's going on against those that are like, so confused that they get frustrated and just yeah. just run away, which happened right. two hours ago um, <laughs> with, <For sure. laughs> with a former client. So uh, wh- 
what is school not teaching the youngins? And I'm going to guess it's communication. I think communication is a, a chunk of it. I think it's a chunk of it. But I, 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 from the business standpoint, I don't think anybody really wants to spend the time. That's the problem is nobody really wants to spend the time to do what we call the boring stuff in our industry because, our, you know, like what we're artistic. Right. So we want to get into the grind of it. We want to get into the creative development and mm-hmm. we want to get into the storytelling and we want to we want to turn the cameras on and we want to shoot. Right. Yeah. But nobody wants to do the business. Nobody wants to pull the permits. Nobody wants to read the contracts. Nobody wants to negotiate talent contract. You know what I mean? That's the stuff that nobody wants to do. Nobody wants to talk about money. Well, you know what I mean? cause, well, people don't want to talk about money because they don't feel confident in what they're pushing, right? Of course, of course. Because that's how I felt a, lo- a long time ago because I was like, oh, I don't even know. I can't justify what I'm charging and feel comfortable with it. Now I can go, look, I've done the market research. I know how much my per hour costs. I know my For marketplace sure. costs because I've worked at five other places before this and then I actually did the research. Uh, but I'm saying like, what all right? What could a kid do that's in art school? I mean, where do you find guys or gals? Everywhere. I mean, you get them. I mean, yeah. I know y'all look at art college. Yeah, art colleges are definitely a, a great source. But also, you know, there are people that are just in the field. Just recently, a, a friend of ours, um, good friend of ours, just started doing PA work, and we've been telling him, dude, you you'd make a great PA. You know, you just he's he listens. He's on time. He's respectful. He's a hard worker. And I'm like, dude. They can you you could make actually more money just being a PA and that's yeah. only a production assistant. That means go get the coffee, go move this, go do that. And what does that dovetail to? Like a, a second director kind op- of thing? Opportunities or? and anything. It's like getting your foot in the door. That is learning, true. learning, learning all the different positions. Well, just generally, you're gonna hire, you're gonna rehire people that you already know work. Right. Because it, it's that nine. It's more, nine times more expensive to hire someone than than hire the same person or whatever. But like. Uh, or new hires nine times more expensive, right? People don't want people don't want to look for a new person every time. No, nope. they don't. So like, that's a that's a that's general your, that's business your, management. But on video, video production, filming, all that stuff, it's the same logic. Yeah. Like, if you're good, if you're well versed and listen and actually just execute what you're supposed to do. My foot. What's? Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, that charger does suck. Um, <laughs> I was, try- I was trying to think of something funny, and I couldn't <laughs> do it. Uh, but, yeah, I'm saying, like, I'm sure you have guys that aren't as good, but you hire them anyway sometimes just because you know, like, Reli- hey, if they're reliable. Yeah. yeah. If they're yeah. comfortable and, you're re- and they're reliable. But, I mean, the same thing goes for any business. I mean, if the person who comes in as, let's say, the secretary, hey, I'm answering phones. Right. And you're at an ad firm or you're at a whatever, and you're like, you're answering the phones, you're getting the coffee, you're being, you're on time, you're dressed well, you're talking with everybody, you're interacting with people in that business. Oh, by the way, I do graphics as well. So if you ever need any help, yep, I'll be glad. To, uh, let, let me jump on a project. Or, hey, by the way, um, lead graphics guy or gal, would you mind taking a look at some of my work? I mean, I know I'm, I know I'm just a person who gets coffee here, but I would love your critique. Well, you're there. They see you every day. They've right. been seeing you for the past two or three months. That's Cause that, cause those those attributes bleed into everything, right? Right. So like, sure. if you're a good communicator, at, at doing like the the bullshit job, you're gonna be a, probably a good communicator when you get to the other levels that are w- what you want to do. Right. Of course. Because you value that yeah. and you understand and the empathy and ego that you need 
in that. I don't think it gives you the confidence to make a decision and choose a direction. You know what I mean? As a PA, because uh, you, you'll get stuck in, for instance, and this isn't just PA. You know, there's a car across the spectrum, but uh, a PA will get stuck as a PA. People get comfortable calling me a well, PA, and I get all the time. I get asked, "Well, how do you get been out two of that? years? Yeah. How do I get out of that mentality?" So. With that also comes the confidence to know when you're ready to not be a PA. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? And yeah, but um, yes. I'm saying yes, but I'm saying, like, most people need the advice on the on the incoming. You of know, course. like, <laughs> of like the rare is the person that's so good at doing that part that you really have to, like, you have concern for that because they can figure it out. Right. Rarely is someone so badass at being a PA that you, you'd be like, hey, you are ready to go to this next step. You know, right. I mean, and, and a lot of it's, you know, your own initiative, too. I mean, that's one of the things that I think even even coming out of any kind of college or anything like that, there's always that person who's like, OK, this is what I'm supposed to do. And I only do from A to Z because that's what I was told to do. Right. And then there's always that personality that goes and says, well, I know I was meant to do this, but I could also pick up that. Or I could also go here and you could do this with your clients as well. You do this with your customers as well. Like, hey, mm -hmm. I know that this is what you need, but let me give you a little bit of advice on this little piece over yep. here. Yep. That's going to make your overall experience a little bit better. You didn't you weren't paid to do that other little tidbit. You weren't paid to take it that little extra mile. But taking it there is what separates you from the person who's going to be stuck in whatever position it is forever. And amen. You know that person who just takes it that little extra mile, sure. they're the going to be the one that that's the personality that's going to get out of the PA or whatever position. Yeah, and on yeah. the opposite side, I always looked at bosses I had that I I actually still have as mentors. When I started this firm, I I called him up and I said, "Hey, can I call you up when I get over my head?" You know, there's going to be, uh, Damien and I have been working with some companies that are really big. Uh, they may be so big that I have to make that call and say, "Hey, can you give us some advice how to handle?" Uh, franchise system with over a hundred locations. That's a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Although it, it all plays out the same. It's still like there's stuff we don't know just by not being old enough and just not, you of know, course. so of course. like, but I always think about that old, that former boss being the leader that does things on his own. Like he's a millionaire a couple times over. And every time we were going in this location, we had property management over, he's on his hands and knees. Like, why is the trim, terrible on the paint on the paint job on this wall and you're like what what who's gonna see that doesn't matter it's very detail oriented and mm -hmm. it keeps i always think about that i was like that guy could tell me to get on my knees but but also get down and check out all the trim and he could fire me on that basis only so there's also that leading by example too yeah. that's really tough but because you have you have to be cognizant of doing that i don't think he was he's just really anal that's just him yeah, but that's what made him successful. That's the guy who's calling you with the financials every every Monday morning like, hey, why why are we spending too much? And you're like, uh, what? <laughs> and you're caught off guard. It keeps, it keeps you on check. So we, we have to do kind of a circumcised version of this podcast because I may or may not have to go pick up my fat baby son. Um, we've got about four minutes. What What pragmatic advice would you give to someone that wants to break in to video production, film production, it could be what we've talked about or just something completely different. I um, would say first and foremost is just do anything you can to get on set. Yeah. Do so anything you can to get on set. Casting and learn. couch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, 
That's that. That's <laughs> it. Man. I mean, if you could get, and, and it's not always on set too. You say, you know, video production is many aspects of it. So it, you know, there's also the post production side of things. So do anything you can to get uh, with an editor or somebody that you know that's doing uh, graphics or uh, you know an audio or you know composing or whatever the case may be. Ask if you find somebody that does that. Ask them if you can just pick their brain and help them out however you can. Yeah, most people aren't douches, so. <laughs> You know, uh, you know there can the be more there can, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, I think that if um if you approach anything, uh, especially with this particular industry, um, there's the other option too. Yes, you can get on set. The other option is pick up a camera, start doing your own stuff, start getting your own little crew together, um, do a few things here and there. I mean, you can now have Facebook Live. Apparently, if you can get on it, um, <laughs> you now have YouTube. You now have a bunch of stuff. You could do your own stuff, and then if you do run into that one person. Who's uh, who has you know who goes on set? You can be like, hey, look, I, I've been doing my own thing. That shows initiative too, you know. A little initiative helps. Mm -hmm. So, do whatever it takes to get around the people. You always have to. I guess you got to circle yourself around the kind of people that you want to be with. You know what I mean? Yeah, I say proactively try to surround yourself with proactive people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's fucking deep, yeah. right, yeah, guys? Yeah, totally. Deep. There you go. <laughs> hey, look, follow uh, the Toko Works Instagram, and I'm giving out lessons learned for the next. Uh, let's see, over 30 days. We're going to celebrate our two-year anniversary in June. And so the whole way up, I'm going to try to put one a day about some of the shit we learned or we already knew, but it, it's still good advice, um, mostly from other people. But uh, Toka Works, T-O-C-O-W-O-R-K-S dot com is our website. If you want to share this podcast along, rate, review, subscribe, share, all that shit. Uh, anything else? 28monkeys.com, well, digitalcaviar.com, .net. Dot dot net. Dot dot net. net. Yep. Yep. We definitely want to plug that um, BeamerCon. And I will we'll say this, that um, thanks to uh, our collaborative efforts here, we are getting ready to release our own webcast show, oh. yeah. The Rap yep. Party, um, yeah. this Thursday. Actually, by the time you guys are listening to this, you could actually stop listening to this. Double back. Double back. Go watch us live if we can get it up there. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we'll if you want we'll to <laughs> if you want to see a softer version of Manny Ramirez uh, hosting a show, you got Damien right there. Boom. Yeah. 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 Well, that's a quick. I'll do, I'll that's do. a quick Dominican hate. Okay, Hector liked it. All right. Um, <laughs> I don't know baseball. Uh, you know baseball. He was the guy with the bread. I'll show it to you. He played for that Sox. Oh, that sucks too. Adam Jones. I yeah. used I used to work out next to that guy in Santa Monica. All right, gotta go. Peace.